it's been a while since I recorded anything, since I posted anything on YouTube, since I streamed. And if you're wondering, there's been some personal stuff going on that has kind of kept me from doing a lot of that stuff, um, as well as me trying to figure out my schedule because of my new job. So just bear with me here. I'll figure out my streaming schedule probably the next this coming week. Figure that out and I'll let everybody know in the Discord. Link to that will be in the description below this video. This is something I'm going to try out on my channel. There's been a lot, a lot of YouTubers doing this. I know Jay Schlatt has been doing it. Crispy Concourse has been doing it. Kind of a, like a get to know me session. It's kind of where I just talk about personal stuff. And, um, you know, if, if me talking about some of the stuff I've been through helps somebody, one person, I think it's a success. So this is kind of a off the cuff, you know, I debated about kind of scripting this, uh, doing key points or whatever, but uh, I'm kind of just going to just going to wing this. I think it's more from the heart that way. And it's kind of less, uh, you know, it's more authentic that way. Um, but uh, so this is going to also be uploaded as a podcast on Spotify, on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts on the a podcast about nothing. It will just be a separate series um, called McFly Talks. But yeah, it's kind of what this is going to be about. Um, I wanted to do one today just because I haven't been posting a lot and there's been stuff going on. But I've noticed a lot of people coming into my stream and into the sport and stuff that just have been having issues with relationships in general, whether it's, you know, married couples or just having issues in their relationship. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. Now, I know I'm not an expert in it by any means. Um, I have, you know, the issues in my relationship too. Every relationship has issues. There's no perfect relationship, but I kind of wanted to kind of talk about what I go through personally. And like I said before, if it helps anybody else to see that somebody else is going through that or kind of ways that I've helped fix those issues, um, that will be maybe helpful to me and hopefully helpful to you. Um, but yeah, man. So I, the thing I, the issue I have with relationships in general, especially in America and in the modern sense is that, um, I think kind of people don't take relationships seriously. There's a lot of people that look at relationships and kind of look at it in a very unrealistic way. I think a lot of people go into it thinking, you know, if me and my significant other are arguing that there must be something wrong in the relationship. And that, that's kind of self-deprecating way to look at it. Like I said before, everybody's going to have arguments. It's how you get through those arguments and how you resolve them that kind of determines whether the relationship's going to work or not. Obviously, there's exceptions to every rule. It depends on what the argument is and things like that. But for the most part, I think that people give up really easily or way too easily on, on relationships. When I say People give up on relationships. I don't mean that in a condescending way. I just really believe that there's very little patience and there's not really a realistic view on, on how much work a relationship can take. Every relationship's different, but, you know, an argument doesn't mean it's the end of the relationship. If you're arguing often, it could mean there's some, some other thing that's really taking its toll in the relationship that could be a sign of something bad. But just because people argue in a relationship, it doesn't mean that, that it's a bad relationship. People argue. People have to argue to kind of figure out their issues and work through their issues. Now, if, if one person, you know, is being abusive or 
It's just constantly yelling and not hearing the other person out. That's different. That's, that's not how it should be. But in this sense, what I'm saying is that, you know, just because you have arguments doesn't mean that it's a bad relationship. Some people are going to argue more than others. And when you start comparing your relationship to, you know, your friends' relationships or, or people you might know or, or celebrities, or anything like that, you're doing yourself a disservice because every relationship is different. Like I said, you have to kind of argue and, and communicate to get through a lot of different problems in your relationship. And I think that's also why, you know, the divorce rate is very high and people go through mental health issues. So I definitely think that's something. I also think that there's people out there that don't stick up for themselves and are in mentally abusive relationships and and physically abusive relationships, sometimes both. And they don't get out of it because they're afraid of confrontation or they're afraid to stick up for themselves because for whatever reason, for whatever issues in past relationships and things like that. So I think those are kind of key points as to why a lot of relationships fail in the modern age, right? And I think we put a lot of emphasis on celebrities and and everything that's going on in our culture and in the news and stuff. And a lot of these celebrities marry and divorce, marry and divorce. I think there's not enough importance put on being dedicated to somebody. You know, in my opinion, being married isn't something that's like, oh, it's a fun thing to do. We're getting married. Like, in my opinion, and again, I am married, uh, married eight years now to my beautiful wife. Um, but I don't think you need to get married to show that you love somebody. I would have been perfectly fine with us not getting married and just, you know, saying we're dedicated to each other. But I think the sanctity of marriage and the ceremony of marriage kind of, it's almost like it literally is written on a document, it's written in ink, it's binding, what have you. Like I said, I don't think that's necessary. I think it's something that a lot of people see as kind of a rite of passage. So I totally understand that. All throughout high school and all throughout college, I was one of those people that said, you know, I would never get married. I don't see the point of it. If you love somebody, you don't need to get married. And, you know, I was I was young and as everybody who's who's gone through that stage of their life and is now older realizes that you think you're invincible and you think you know everything at that age. And I think that's another thing that that kind of upsets the the normal projection of your life is that things change. People don't see things how they're supposed to see or how it should be seen when they're that young, just because they don't have experience. I definitely had that when I was younger. Like I said before, I I didn't. I said I would never get married. I said I would not mind, obviously, a serious relationship, but I was super against marriage and, and all of that. And a lot of that had to do with my past. You know, my my parents got divorced and I had to live through that and and kind of go through that at a very young age when I was four. And I remember, I don't remember a lot of things before I was seven, but I remember a lot of going through that. And it's definitely had an effect on me in my relationship. You know, I, I don't like confrontation. When my wife and I would argue, I would just, you know, shut down and internalize in fear of saying something that I'll regret and that eventually leading to us separating. And that's really something I'm working on because that's not how it works. You got to communicate and you got to talk to your partner when there's something going on. But you know, all throughout high school, I, I, I did a lot of things early. I did a lot of the drinking and the trying of, you know, weed and all that stuff very early in my life in junior high when I was 12 and 13. And my first serious relationship was in junior high. And, you know, we were together for a few years from 12 to 14 and she moved away and I, I was like, you know, I, I think I'm just going to not be in a relationship and be single. And I was going into high school. I figured it'd be more fun to be single and, and all that. Um, but I ended up being pretty much a loner in high school because I switched districts. I moved 
And I really didn't have any friends and really wasn't social at all until senior year. Uh, when Greg, you know, my buddy from this podcast, he kind of like reached out to me and we started hanging out and it's kind of been a, we've kind of been, been inseparable since. But y'all, all throughout high school, I was kind of a loner. I had my, you know, little flings or what have you, but I, I never really got into a serious relationship in high school. Um, so when I got into college, I was like, you know, I'm ready to kind of open up to just having fun, like fun relationships, not really have not relationships, you know, kind of the one night stand, just having fun, like having the college life. And I, I did that. I did a lot of that. And then I accidentally kind of fell for somebody. Technically, she wasn't my first. Like I said, I had a serious relationship in junior high, but that's really young to kind of consider it a serious relationship. In college, I kind of had my first like serious relationship, like head over heels for this person. And, um, you know, it was good for about a year or so. I'm definitely one of those people that are very overtly clingy. And, you know, I like to hold hands. I like to show that I care for the person. Basically, I'm one of those people that's very like into the person and I like to show them that I'm into them. And there's a lot of people that aren't like that. There's a lot of people who kind of just want to do that in private. And it's not like I'm, you know, making out with this person in public or anything like that or at a kid's birthday party. (laughs) It's a little bit of an inside joke. I'm one of those people that like I'm very open about how I'm feeling about the person. You know, I, I really like to be close to them when I'm into them. So that's kind of how I am. And there's, and a lot of people are not like that. She kind of was more laid back about it. She wanted to take things slow and and all that stuff. And I, I didn't, I want to dive in the deep end of things. And I'm still like that, but you know, she wanted to take it slow and I was respectful of that. And I'm very sensitive. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And we went to a a friend's party, um, like not even a mile away. And, um, you know, I, she invited me. She was the one that was invited. She invited me to go with her, obviously, because we were, we were dating and stuff. And, um, you know, we got there and I'm very, very awkward, or at least I was back then socially. Like if I don't know somebody, I don't try and go and make friends. If I don't know anybody, I, I just, I seclude myself type of thing. I'm very socially awkward and antisocial, but so, you know, we were hanging out and stuff and she was going around, introduce me to people trying to like you know, get people to know me and stuff. And, um, but she kind of like walked away maybe 35, 40 minutes. You know, she said, I'll be right back. And she went up there with friends, which most of them were guys, by the way. But, and she went and they had like a smoking session and stuff. And they were in there for 35, 40 minutes. And as time went by, you know, I started getting more and more upset about it. Just like, what is she doing up there? I'm here by myself. I don't know anybody. It just made me very, very upset. And the more I dwell on things and think about them, and are left to my thoughts, the more upset I make myself. And I got to the point where I was just so angry, like I didn't even want to look at her type of thing. Gave her the silent treatment and she wasn't for that, but we worked it out. And it, it just eventually my actions caught up with me and she kind of was like, you know, I don't feel for you that way anymore. And we should just be friends. And I didn't take it well. And I kind of lashed out at her and it ended up being pretty ugly. Because I got, I get so upset or I used to get so upset. She essentially like blamed me for keying her car and then the cops were calling me and I had to prove that I didn't key her car. It was a mess. It was, it was a huge mess. And then I got into a rebound relationship like six months after that, when I started finally like getting out of my super depression because, you know, this person that I adored and 
basically worshipped, told me that I wasn't worthy. You know, I, I was in a rebound relationship, and this one was more so about the sex than it was anything else. But I still can't. I, at this point in my life, I wasn't able to separate that those two things. You know, the the, the lust aspect and the love aspect. I was very confused, and this, you know, this girl one day, she just decided that she didn't like me anymore. And not to get into too many details, but I kind of let her do a lot of things to me that I shouldn't have. Essentially, you know, she waited till we had been together for three or four months to tell me that she essentially had a venereal disease that was super contagious that she didn't tell me about until we were together for a while. And she was just trying to sabotage the relationship. She went back home for summer break and she called me while she was there. She's like, you know, I, I went out with my ex last night. And she was really sabotaging the relationship. And I think it, a lot of it came down to she wanted to just have a fun, you know, oh, we're just hanging out friends with benefits type of thing. And I told her I didn't want that. And to make me not to make sure I didn't feel bad, she kind of went along with it. But at some point. I think she just kind of snapped and she's like, you know, I don't like you like that anymore. And, and I don't think we should even be friends. So, so at this point, whatever depression I thought I had dug myself out of, I pretty much fell deeper into for about another year. Uh, and it kind of was really, really, really bad. Essentially all of my cares of all the important responsibilities, like school, family, friends, working, taking care of myself, feeding myself, like all of that stuff just went out the window. Um, I was going to parties, you know, hooking up with girls I've never seen or met and still don't know their name to this day. Like I doing all that, you know, self deprecating stuff really, really in a really bad place. And um, really what kept me alive was kind of my, my friends, you know, Greg and, and some of my other friends that I honestly don't really talk to anymore, but they all kind of like, were there for me and helped me through it. And one of my roommates too, who was kind of going through a similar thing as I was at that same particular time, which was kind of ironic, but all these factors kind of helped me through that time. Um, and like I said, honestly, I don't know where I would be if it weren't for those friends. So, but you know what? I tell people all the time to not disown, try not to disown your friends. And I'm very bad at that when I get into a kind of those moods or those bouts of depression where I just, I shut everybody out. And if, if it weren't for my friends, man, I don't know where I would be, to be honest with you. So if you have people that are close to you, make sure that even in tough times that you at least reach out, at least you, you talk to them, you know. But anyways, but all of this kind of led to how I now am in my relationships or what, how I was coming out of college in my relationship and even early into my, my marriage where I just did not like confrontation. I, I, I thought anything I would say would cause her to leave because that's what they all did in the past. You know, they would leave me if, if we had one little slip up. We had to discuss it. We had to work on it. And we both have our faults and we communicate and we talk about it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is that pe- they, need to dis- they need to communicate. Communication with your significant other is key in, in these types of things. Um, you need to make sure that you're on the same page about what you want for the future of your relationship and, and not try to appease the other person, even if you don't want to do those type of things. Right. I can't tell you how many times some of my friends have been in relationships and they're like, you know, she, she, or he wants, wants kids. And I don't know if I could do that and come to find out that's a deal breaker for their significant other. And they're like, well, we'll just figure it out. Never. They never do. 
you got to set boundaries at the beginning of relationships. You have to tell your person that you're getting into a relationship pretty early on that like, hey, this is what I expect. If we ever get serious, I'm not saying we're going to get serious now, but if we ever do, these are the things that I expect. And you need to have like bullet points, literal bullet points of like, you know, I want kids eventually. I want to get married or I don't want kids. Or I don't want to get married. Whatever it is, you just need to come out clean with it and tell them because... You know, you don't want to be in a relationship 18 to 25 and come to find out you don't want any of that because now you've wasted seven years of your life with somebody who's not right for you. Um, you know, you, you, you learn from those experiences. You learn from that relationship and you take it into your next one. And that's how it should be with everything in life. You should learn from your mistakes, learn from your failures, and that leads to more successes. But you don't want to waste seven years of your life with somebody that's not for you, right? And sometimes... People that or that can lead to people being overly cautious and overly desensitized to certain people. They overanalyze everything or they're they're they have standards way too high. It's like you know, I'll see it on social media all the time, which granted it's not really a great place to go to see how people actually are, because on social media people are kind of the worst of themselves. But I, I see it on social media all the time where some girl will post something or say something on social media and all the reactions from men especially are just like, what a toxic person, or I would never let my significant other do this, or if she's doing that, you're whipped, whatever. Like, there's always something, some opinion that somebody has to say on social media. I feel like that's really, those people don't have the relationship experience. That and or they don't have, like, a realistic outlook on relationships. I'm all for people setting standards, having at least a little bit of high standards to kind of protect themselves. But there comes that happy medium you need to find where you have standards set to make sure that you get what you need and you get kind of what you want and you don't get hurt. But I also think there needs to be a little bit of leeway there, like to have this standard set like, oh, I need somebody who, you know, is, is a 10, but is also like great personality will always let me have my freedoms. And also, like th th these are these are it's not realistic, guys. You have you have it, you have to look at things realistically. This is from talking from experience. I had a while in my life where my expectations were so high and I kind of, that's my excuse for why I was single for so long. But honestly, it was kind of me being afraid to get into relationships. But I had standards high for the longest time and it's just, it's not healthy. Like you see things that you that aren't even there. You make up issues with people that aren't really there or aren't really like justified. And it's, just speaking from experience, I don't think that's the way you need to be. Get to know somebody first. Like, don't automatically say, okay, these are things I don't like about this person. I don't even think I want to try and see who they really are. Like, you need to get to know people because, like I said, how people are on social media, what they, you're seeing literally like a second of their lives and judging them on that, on that little one sentence or that second of their lives. Like, get to know somebody. People are much different when you talk to them in person, when you hang out with them. And I think that's for any relationship, friendships you know, dating relationships, friends with benefits, whatever, like just let them prove to you that, you know, that they're actually a decent person or somebody that you could see, you know, spending time with. You don't know. You don't know what you're going to be doing to kind of appease and compromise for that person. And there's a lot of people who insist that they're not going to compromise themselves for anybody. And I don't think that's true. Everybody's got to compromise a little bit of themselves and change a little bit of themselves. I'm not saying you got to become a totally different person, but you definitely have to put some of your pride aside and some of what you are doing aside and, and, you know, and be one with that other person and work with them to have 
the relationship that you want. You know, it's a lot of people don't want to change. And that's kind of what leads to a lot of these failed relationships is that you have to. You have to change a little bit. I'm not saying, like I said, you don't have to become a totally different person, but you are going to have to change a little bit. Becoming an adult is hard, guys. Like, I think we glamorize becoming an adult when we're a kid and it's not all, it's not that fun. Like you got bills, you got a monotonous kind of weekly life where you wake up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, go to sleep, rinse, repeat. Uh, you know, you, you got health issues. My back is constantly hurting me now. My feet hurt. My dick don't work. Like it's, it's uh, that, that's a joke guys. My, my dick actually works great. Just, just pretend that, that that was a joke. That that was a joke. I think it's unfair for people to just assume if that happens, that it's a bad relationship. It's just not the case. It's not the case. You know, every relationship is different. Like I said, I'm not an expert on this. I have my own demons to work through. I started going to therapy and, and you know, I've realized how much my parents' divorce has an effect on me. You know, I, I kind of played it off like, look, I I was getting two birthdays, two two Christmases, two Thanksgiving celebrations. I was getting double the fun for a lot of that stuff because of, you know, the two different households. And I have three parents that, you know, love me and adore me. But it mentally and, and psychologically, it definitely took its toll. And I think people forget that things that have happened in their past lives lead to that. And yeah, there's going to be people that are batshit crazy when they're in relationships. That doesn't mean that they don't deserve love too, right? These are things you have to work on as a person. Or, and as a couple, like you got to be there for each other and say, you know, I want to work on this with you, but be honest with them. Don't be a pushover. Like, look, I love you. I love who you are as a person, but some of these things, you just can't do that. You, you can't be like that. You can't treat me like that. And that's something that you have to communicate with. Like I said before, with your, with your significant other, those are things that you have to talk about. Be very, very, very straightforward and stubborn about, you just can't be a pushover. But I, th I think, honestly, people definitely need to kind of take a step back in their own relationships and like, look at their actions too. Right? A lot of people want to play the blame game on their significant other why things bad things are going bad. But what could you have done better? What could you have said differently? Or maybe there was a time where you attacked your significant other and, and that led to an argument or you were just had no patience and you said something out of frustration that maybe you shouldn't have said. Right? These things can take their take a toll, right? People are like, oh, they're just words. They're just words. Like words words can cause a irreparable damage. We 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 know this. And I people want to act like words don't hurt. Like they, they can cause mental issues, psychological issues, especially when it's coming from the person that means the most to you, right? So I think that's really important. And everything I'm saying it doesn't really just apply to your significant other. This applies to like friends, applies to your children, your, your brothers, your sisters, all of that stuff. I just really think that it's important to discuss these things with anybody you're in a relationship with. That's that's kind of all, all I'm talking about. But I think these are going to be longer as I kind of get the hang of it. But let me know if you guys like these types of videos, kind of just me being serious and getting down and dirty with everything and discussing stuff. So like I said, these are going to be podcasts. I'm going to upload them to YouTube as well. So um, I hope I could have helped at least one person with this. Uh, I appreciate you guys hanging in there. And hopefully you guys like this content. Make sure you like and subscribe. I love all of you. Thank you so much. And remember that good vibes are contagious.